you use the treadmill throughout your career. Like, I yeah. never liked treadmills. Mm -hmm. And so, like, even when I tried to get into it, because we had a Peloton one, even when I tried to get into it, man, I, yeah. and so it was just better for me to get you know, on that bike. Yeah. I stand up. <laughs> Sometimes I just put it on high resistance, like 100, and stand up for 20 minutes. It's, it serves like a uh, step master. You get off with them rubber legs off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's like a, you get your leg day in, yeah. too. No, you get it in, but cardio. you get off, you be like yeah, this. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at this age. What about the dude that, that send the uh, picture of him sweating with no shirt on after he work out to the group thread? Oh, don't do that for Taco me every day, see what? Hey, fella. Hey, fella. <laughs> you got that in. Get out of here. Nobody hey, want to see this with shit. With the shirt tie around his head, though. <laughs> you got that work in. Another one coming soon. I shaved I and everything. Just for y'all boys. See nothing that you had. Yeah, y'all can repost it. <laughs> no. I'm gonna repost it. No, I'm not gonna repost that. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cow pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cow pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. C. Wood, man, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. Charles Woodson, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Heisman Trophy winner, which I think is probably even crazier to think about the, the visual of you with Peyton Manning and Ryan Lee. Randy. Ryan. Randy. Yeah. That's when Randy had the sunglasses on, Randy too. Was, yeah, Randy was sitting right here, man. Randy was the one that shook me out of it. Like, he might, man, get up. Damn. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there, you know, they said my name, and I'm, I'm kind of... I'm in shock because, dude, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't winning the Heisman Trophy. Like, that wasn't happening. You know what I'm saying? This was all about Peyton Manning. This was all about Peyton coming back for his last year. He was doing this for the university, doing it for, to win the Heisman. And that's all you heard about the whole season, Peyton, 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 Peyton. But I had my little spots here and there, and then towards the end of the season, one-hand catch, and then Penn State came around, then Ohio State came around. I mean, in my mind, I'm, I'm the baddest dude out there, but they ain't giving it to a dude who played defense. Just ain't happening. So, like I said, Randy was sitting over there with the shades. My man, I think it was Rudy Riska, he was like, from Michigan. They called your boy name? Yeah. Bruh, like, that was crazy. You know what I mean? That was that was a, that was a real moment, yo. But see, Wood, even before that, though, to get to that point, you talked about transferring to UM. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think about transferring one year and you end up winning the Heisman the next. But why would you leave UM if your kid from Fremont, Ohio, that chooses oh, to go to, to, go to, to, go to Yeah, but and then yeah. now you're at the school, you were, you know. Freshman of the year, you were parade All-American as a second-year player. You eventually win the Heisman. What happened during that time at UM that had you thinking about transfer? <laughs> Man, just a young, basically a kid in his feelings. I've told the story, but it's crazy because one day it came down to the facilities, and I don't know, my back locked up. I don't know why, just my back locked up. So I go into the training room, and I tell our, our, our head equipment manager, I'm like, man, something's wrong with my back, man. I, I can barely walk. He's like, oh, Charles, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? You good? You know, you just sit the, sit the practice out. You, you know, you good. I'm like, cool. So 
practice is about to start. When I, I go into the locker room, I keep my, my the clothes I wore to class on. So he hadn't told the coach that I wasn't practicing. So I'm walking out, I got my stuff on. Coach like, man, what you what you got on? I was like, my, my clothes, I ain't practicing today. What you mean you ain't practicing today? I was like, man, I, I talked to Smitty. He said, I'm good. He don't know what to say. Well, get back in there and put your, put your uniform on. So I'm like, all right, you know, cool. I go back in, change, put the clothes back on, or my, my, my uniform on but I keep my school shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I get out there and uh, he looked at me again. Where's your cleats? I'm like, coach, I ain't practicing. You get back in there and you put your cleats on. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's gonna be one of them, it's one of them days. So I go back in, put my cleats on, come out to practice, so practice is going on. And then uh, all of a sudden, I'm standing there the, the offense is running a play. I got one of my teammates here, and we kind of, we talking back and forth, but we, we really talking about what's going on on the field. Hey, Woodson, get over here. He's behind the offense. I'm like, hey, what, does, what do you want? Walk over there. Hey, if you're not going to be practicing, you need to pay attention to what's going on. I said, Coach, we, we were talking about the, the play. You pay attention. I'm like, all right, I walk back over there. So practice is going on. Same thing, me and my man, we talking. Now we probably laugh a little, kiki kiki Charles, get over here. Like, God, what is, what is going on? I walk over there. If you're not going to pay attention and practice, then you can just leave. I said, all right. I moseyed my little ass off the field and kept walking. Everybody's looking like, that what y'all doing? I walked in, I changed clothes. I went to my dorm. <laughs> Mom, I'm leaving. I don't want to be here no more. She like, what? She like, what? what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here, man. Me and the coach, man, we ain't seeing eye to eye, man. I, I don't want to be here no more. So my, my mind was, you know, I had visited Miami. I'm like, I got all of this worked up in my mind. I had a couple of guys on my team that visited Miami too. I'm like, man, after practice, they're like, what's up, man? I'm like, no, man, I'm leaving, I'm going to Miami. We going too. <laughs> <laughs> you got a mutiny yeah, story. Yeah, I'm going too, man. So, <laughs> so that thing, and that was right before, that's the week of the Ohio State game. Wow. And so then my DB coach, Vance Bedford, calls me down to the office. He says, hey, Coach Carr wants to, wants to meet with you. I'm like, Man, I ain't talking to dude, man. I don't even, I, forget it, bro. He's like, no, just come on down, man. I want to talk to you. So I went down to the office. He's like, now listen, that's what I want you to do. I want you to go down to his office. I want you to just shake your head, yes. Apologize, come back, and you'll be playing this week against Ohio State. I was like, all right, man, I ain't apologizing, but all right, I go down there. I go down there, go in the coach's office. He's like, hey, do you think you justified yourself by leaving practice? I'm like, yeah, I think I justified myself. I said, man, you ain't got to do me like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're going to get out of me. He's like, all right, well, you ain't playing this week. I said, hey, okay. I got up. I walked out. Walked into Vance Beffer's office. Vance said, what did he say? <laughs> I said, man, he said, I ain't playing this week. Boy, I told you don't go down there and say nothing. I told you to just <laughs> nod your head, right? So as soon as he said that, he, he picked up the phone, got on the phone, bop, 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 bop. He calls home. Now, I don't know what day this was, but my mom worked a lot. 
he just happened to catch my mom at home. I don't know why she's not at work. Ms. Woodson, I told him, don't say nothing. He went down there. He's not playing this week. You talk to him. And so my mom's like, what's going on? I'm like, man, coach tripping, talking about this and that. I ain't apologizing. And she's like, all right, well, if you're not going to apologize for yourself, do it for me. And I said, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. Got damn, damn. damn. <laughs> so, man, I got to walk back down there and uh, coaching on my bad. Da, da, da. He's like, all right, okay. So I end up playing that week. But that was a, that was a whole story. What <laughs> was ahead of his time? Nowadays, them players... You know, they just like that. Like, yeah. they got to tend to them players. Yeah. yeah. But now they they can leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. He probably could've, I could have left the next day now <laughs> right. and been right. at the NBA. next university. Did, did, did any of that, I'm trying to figure out the timing of that David Boston ass whooping. Was that frustration from you giving No, that, oh, that was, was the next, the next year. year. Yeah. So that was yeah. the next year. Yeah, so that year we went to the shoe. Right. We went to Ohio okay. State, but the David the Boston fight was the next year, which was crazy. But you know, I went to um, David Boston was big as hell. What? You should have saw him walk out of that tunnel. <laughs> you should have saw him walk out of that tunnel because uh, you know that I'm 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 gonna match him up, right? Right. So we all sitting there, we warming up. He don't have no sleeves, no gloves. Mm -hmm. He must have put some Vaseline on. The man came walking out that tunnel. My dude was like, you got to guard that motherfucker today. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a tight end today. Uh, easy. Like right now, today, yeah, he'd be a tight end. But yeah, yeah. Um, talking about the Heisman Trophy, how often or does it ever, like, really hit you that you're the only defensive player in the history, I think it's 86 years of the Heisman yeah. Trophy, to win the award? That's one part. And then the legend of number two, Dion have any influence on that? In terms of, like, the, the magnitude of the defense, uh, being the only player, like when we go back to the to the Heisman house, I actually did a little video this year, and they had you know um, RG3, Matt Liner, they had all these right. all these quarterbacks, and so I, I scanned, you know, uh, with my with my camera, and then I put the uh, put a song on. Um, I think of the song in a minute. Anyway, and then I was panned to my my picture, and it's only one. Right. So it's like you're around all these, you know running backs, Barry Sanders, and all of the quarterbacks, a couple of receivers. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm by myself, man, you know, yeah. which is crazy. Um, so, yeah, I do think about that. But the, the number, actually, David Palmer. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. Bama, right? He was yeah. a dog. David Palmer was, was a yeah. bad dude, man. Yeah. He, and he, and he, did, he did everything. The man might yeah. line up at quarterback, he played receiver, he was in the slot, he punt return. He did, he did everything. Mm -hmm. And so I remember watching him, and of course, Deion as well, but I just, I remember David Palmer at Alabama, man. I was like, oh man, I like that. I like that Deuce, man. So that was uh, probably the biggest influence on me wearing number two. And it's funny, I talk about David Boss. He came to Miami when I was there. Yeah, yeah. And he little boy me into sitting with him on the plane, and he came to my house after, after the game. Huh? What, what, what you I'm, mean? Bro, we walk on the plane, <laughs> And like I was, I was like the I was the party dude on the team. Yeah. Like I was to hang out, have a good time. Yeah. I talk, talk shit, and mess with yeah. everybody. So he get to the team, and he go sit down here on the plane first. I'm walking down the aisle to get on the plane, and then uh, David Debo, he like, hey, <laughs> sit here. I said, huh? I'm like, sit where? And he points, and yeah. he so I'm like, okay, no, he, he just got he, to the team. Yeah, yeah he a big dude. I kind of sit next. I sit, you know, we on the three, so I'm sitting one seat away from him. And then he just goes to sleep. 
<laughs> not on your shoulder. He didn't sleep on no, your shoulder. No, he didn't sleep on my shoulder, but he, he just sleep there. So I kind of sat there playing cards with the boys around yeah. us. And then after the game, he like, what y'all doing tonight? And I'm like, man, we going, you know, I'm going out. I went out every night. I'm yeah. like, y'all know I'm going out. I'm going to follow you home. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bro, follow me home. He, I changed. He coming out. David Boston, now we got to get him on the show. He's a very <laughs> interesting person. Follow you home. He changed. I changed. We go out. We party. We have a good time. He just big man me into being friends almost. And I was like, <laughs> well, we cool, but we like, that I cool. don't know if we that cool right. <laughs> with oh, all that. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. and it's crazy, but he yeah. was so big. He was, yeah. I think he was ahead of his time, like you said. Yeah. And he's just, the man was a monster. But, bro, just, uh, I had to tell the Dave Boston story. David, come on, mess with us. But uh, <laughs> did you understand at the time what you was doing with the defensive player of the year? Well, what happened, like you're saying, Moss and Peyton and all these Hall of Famers sitting up there. Now you could see it as a... I say 40 plus, you know, yeah. you got some grades yeah, in the beard. Yeah, yeah. But at, yeah. now you sit at that time where you sitting there as a, as a young man, did you understand what you were doing, changing football, like setting records in football that weren't broken for damn near 100 years? Yeah and no. Yeah, I knew what it meant in that moment because like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to win this trophy. Like they're not going to give me this trophy. But it haven't been done since. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, it's like, okay, we, we've broken the mold a little bit. All right, now there's an opportunity. And there's been some guys that have been up for it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, uh, Chase Young, if he hadn't had that suspension mm-hmm. at the end of his career, he was going to win it. Mm-hmm. Because every time they talked about him or talked about the best player or talked about Ohio State, it was Chase Young. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this little fluky, little whatever happened. Tyra and, uh, got suspended, too. His year, yeah. he played really yeah. well. Yeah, so in that moment, for sure, but it hasn't translated yeah. to now. You know what I mean? Even with, you look at Travis Hunter at, uh, you know, Colorado right now. They're, they're, with him playing both ways, they're going to they're gonna push it. But when I look at it, he, he really play offense. Yes, he's an offensive <laughs> you know what He saying? plays like, almost every snap of offense. Yeah, yeah. so I, I got in, and you knew I was going to get the ball. Right. But I didn't play... 120-something, I never did that. You know what I mean? I probably could have played more, but damn. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about me playing playing defense, I'm I'm different. He's different than me. You know what I mean? So it's going to be hard for another guy to do, especially with guys throwing for so many yards. Hey, Wood, I just want to say, bro, I'm a fan. Even though we're class of 98 uh, draft, I'm a fan, so I wore my gray and black. I got my woods and bourbon. Yeah, appreciate you. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I got my New Balance, my Threat. I don't know these jeans, but that's besides the point. Check us out. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Man. Look at them shoes, Fred. Look at those shoes. These shoes are amazing. Those shoes say, "I'm retired." Yeah. <laughs> they are amazing. Hey, for a long, for a long, for time. A long time. These are amazing. You might as well hey, be barefoot, good. man. Yeah. <laughs> Ortho, ortho. Those are called the New Balance 401Ks. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a good one. New Balance, well, yeah, that's come a good see one. us. That's but a good no, one. seriously, because uh, we were talking about the Heisman. Uh, why wasn't your former teammate at Michigan good enough, the GOAT, all-time great NFL quarterback, Tom Brady? I mean, that, that's, that's, my, that's my classmate, so we all pull for, you know, you pull for your classmates right. to play. And Tom could play. Only issue is, is that when we got there, there was a guy who was, he was, he was the man. 
he was going to start. It was Scott Drives back and then behind him was Brian Greasy. So mm -hmm. Brady was, you know, maybe three or four deep. He wasn't going. He wasn't going to play because they had a guy who was going to play. Fast forward to Tom's, which would be his senior year. They had another guy they were bringing in, Drew, Drew Henson. Henson. Mm -hmm. And so Drew Henson was all world, everything. And so, you know, I think there was a, a deal made where, hey, man, if I'm coming to Michigan, I, I need to play too. And so they did, uh, you know, everybody was kind of doing that two quarterback system deal. Tom should have never been splitting time with Drew Henson. But because of the way Recruiting was, hey, man, we got this guy. We want to get him here. Yep. We got to show him a little love. Um, and so I think that's, that's a big reason why, you know, the chip that Tom always had on his shoulder, it stemmed from just being a young player trying to, trying to you know, break the lineup to finally I got my shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should be – this is mine now. Greasy, Greasy's gone. Ain't no more uh, – I think Scott might have still been there, but maybe not. He, he's not the man anymore. This is my shot. And then now I got a split time? Nah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I think a lot of that played into, you know, what people thought about him. And then they, they talked about his arm not being strong enough, which I never understood because he could make any throw. He could throw the ball 50, 60 yards down the field. But he just had that, that knock on him. And so for him to go as late as he did, I think 199, man, all of that stuff, man, just snowballed in that young man to where – he became that unstoppable force. And you talk about snowball. Uh, fast forward, I don't know how many years, but you guys meet in one of the greatest games ever played. The snowball. The snowball. <laughs> snowball into yeah. the snowball. Yeah. And going full circle. How often does that play or that game hunt you? Well, it comes up every day. I swear to God, almost every day. What do you e mean? Every day I run into somebody that's, you know, um, a Raider fan. Maybe they just, uh, or a fan of mine, they'd be like, oh, it was a fumble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, Charles, was it, was it a fumble? <laughs> every, every, every day, man, every event I do, it, it comes up all the time. So I can never escape it. Uh -huh. I'm over it, you know, from a sense that no matter what happened, I'm, you know, I was going to go on and, and, and do well, but it's like, man, you can't. Can't get it back. This shit is, is right there over my shoulder every time. Every time Would I leave Would you be house, over it, though, if you didn't win a Super Bowl? If I didn't win a Super Bowl, I, I wouldn't. I, I've always said that my, before I won one, I, was, I always thought to myself, I couldn't, I couldn't leave the NFL without winning a Super Bowl. Otherwise, my career wouldn't be complete. So mm -hmm. I feel like that was an opportunity missed for us to advance. Right. I think we would have gone on to play Pittsburgh at that time. But we end up going, losing to, to Tampa. And then you, you, when you go, you think you're going to go right back. Mm -hmm. And then I think that next season we were 5-11. and 11. So it was like, damn, we were here, then bam, right back down. And so you play more, you know, more years, and, and it's like, man, it seems like it's getting further. The older you get, it's like it gets further away from you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was like, man, I, there's no way, man, I could leave this league and not be a champion. LeBron at the NFL. I'm like, this <laughs> motherfucker going to play till he's 50. Because we came in together. I used to see you out there. I played 13. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Wood's still going? It's, it's funny, man. It's impressive. I, I played against uh, Reggie Bush was in Detroit, I think. And, and it was before the game. We kind of walked up. Hey, what's up, Heisman? What up? He's like, man, you like an urban legend. <laughs> 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 where that come from? <laughs> hey, man, where that 
that come from? That's not flattering. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, hey, I tell you what, thank, thank God they call your, your moms, but I do want to talk about that. You said you were surprised they could get in touch with her because she worked so much. Yeah. When you won the Heisman in 1997, this comes out, your mom said because she worked so much, there was times she only saw you guys in the morning, you'd be in bed at yeah. night, but y'all had monthly meetings. Yeah. Well, y'all checked in, you know, and I think one of the most beautiful things about your Hall of Fame speech, one, you can't really sing, but you did sing. But hold on one second. <laughs> I ain't hold that note for about, <laughs> about two, three seconds. You, for about two, three yeah, seconds, you thought I had something. Yeah. All right, all right, that's all I, that's all I hey, want to know. That's all, that's all I want to know. That's and you all... said, though, you know, you said that they say a woman can't raise a man. Yeah. But you call bull crap because your mama raised two. Yeah. Speak a little bit about what Georgia Woodson meant to you and your family and how she helped raise a man who becomes a pro football Hall of Famer, great husband, great father, and a man that's doing great things after he retires. Just get it done, man. Like, I, I feel like that's what I, that's what I gained from my mom, just get it done. You know what I mean? Like, we all can or have complained about certain things, and you may complain about it before you, before you get into it. But you at the back, in the back of your mind, you know, I just got to get it done. And so talking about my mom and, and how much she worked and, you know, the hours that she worked, it was, it was all for her kids, you know what I mean? So no matter what she had to do, how many hours, how many days a week, she had to get it done. And I knew she complained. She wouldn't really complain in front of us. She wouldn't cry in front of us. But there would be times where my mom would be in a room and you may be walking by I remember like a bathroom was, was right by uh, her room and you walk by and sometimes you can hear my mom was very religious, she's praying, she, how are we going to make, make it out this thing, you know what I'm saying? She don't know I'm sitting there like, dang, mom, she crying. But the next morning, she going to get up and go do what she got to do, you know what I mean? And so I feel like for me, my, my entire life has been that, like, I, I, I Football is a hard, y'all, we play it. It's a tough game, man. And you got to get your mind right each and every day. You know, some weeks are harder than others, but I got to get it done. Yeah. Hearing my mom cry is like, I got to get to this work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in terms of what I was able to see, what my brother was able to see, we saw that. And, and that's what, you talk about playing 18 years. Um, there's a lot of times where, you know, broken leg, broken shoulder twice, broken clavicle twice, where it's like, I got to get back right because I got to go get it done. You practiced with the broken leg the Super Bowl, you know, right? That y'all I played. I, well, I played the playoffs with it. So I had a, I had a, the, the, the Tuesday after our last game, because we had the, the bye week, uh, maybe the Monday after I, I had the surgery and I put a, the, put a plate in my leg. And the first playoff game against the Jets, I played. So I played uh, those playoffs broken leg, hurt like hell. I remember, you know, during that week, you know, uh, Bill Callahan was like, uh, you don't, if you on practice, you ain't playing. I was like, whoo. <laughs> My leg broke man, up. I'm, <laughs> I man, I'm hurt, man. I'm like, I, I think I could be ready on Sunday. He's like, I don't want to hear it. Man, I was out there, man, so much pain during the week. But I was like, dude, I got, this is, we, in our team, I felt like we got the team. Mm -hmm. I got to be out there and playing, so shit. Get it done, and, and that was and that. You talking about that singing you did? Did you see what you did to Demarcus Ware? <laughs> <laughs> did I, I inspire? 
That's not inspiration. That's you hear him? That's Wait a minute. Both of y'all's ass embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, you know, you just got to pretend like you in the shower, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamarcus yeah. did it for Demarius. Yeah, too. so we all did, we yeah, both yeah, did, did it for did love, it for man. We both did it for love, man. You yourself for that reason. To us, boy, we sounded damn, damn good. It. Yeah, we were good. Did you, did you but, practice it, Wood? I didn't practice it. But oh, I, tell. I, I wasn't, uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm a just freestyle. <laughs> no, nah, hey, uh, what's funny is though I, I was sitting there and I was I was last, mm -hmm. so I had to build myself up to do it, and so you know Peyton might have been first, so he goes and the next person goes, and so I'm sitting there like I'm kind of going over it in my head. But when you last. You don't know who else you're going to have left in it because people leave. It's a little different now because they, they keep it eight to ten minutes so you can keep people's attention span a little bit more. But I'm like, I'm last. So I can't just like be running the mill when you last. You know what I mean? So by the time it got to the seventh guy, I said, I'm going to give it up. I'm going to do it. And so when I stood up there, it was like, man, let's. Let's go. Let's oh, get a, let's get the people what they want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but but what you talk about, like you say, football is a tough sport, and all the injuries you went through and all that. What was the toughest time? Because if people just look at what you did, all everything everywhere, all mm -hmm. pro everywhere, got in the league, killed it, got in college, killed it, ball in high school, all American. All. What was that tough time? Because football doesn't look tough to you from the outside looking in. Probably when I left Oakland. My eighth year, I, I broke my leg for the second time. And so I missed the last 10 games of the season. And, uh, you know, I remember um, the GM at the time was like, you know, there's no value to bring in Charles back to this team. I'm like, damn, man, I feel like I done gave it up, you know, for these people, man. He gonna tell me there ain't no value? Like, damn, that, that was, okay. So I'm going to, uh, to the, into the office, I'm going to free agency. So I'm a free agent because I've, I've been franchised twice. So, I'm like, this is me. You know what I mean? I'm going to have my pick of where I want to go. And man, that phone wasn't ringing. Damn. And I'm like, damn. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm talking to my, my agent, uh, Carl Post, and my car. I'm like, who are we talking to? He's like, ah, you know, I've, I've been reaching out, but I haven't really got anything back. I'm like, did you call Atlanta? I lived in Atlanta at the time. They had called Atlanta. They say that, you know, they're not looking for a corner. I'm like, all right. Gruden was in Tampa. Our GM, Bruce Allen, was in Tampa. So I'm like, easy, no brainer. Go to Tampa. So I, I, I took a visit there. I'm like, man, this this is gonna happen. And so that didn't happen. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. I remember during the process, Jacksonville. Remember they had the defensive line. They had yep. Stroud and uh, Hen I think Henderson. Henderson. Yeah. You slap yourself before the game. Yeah, in yeah. a uh, linebacker, fast. Uh, Mike, Mike P. Was that Mike P? Mike P. Yeah, yeah. That one we had the top. Mathis was, yeah, yeah. 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 The whole thing, yeah. I said, that's that's the spot. We called down there. We don't need a corner. I said, nah, I know, I know y'all need a corner. And y'all know y'all signed a corner for Minnesota. Brian Williams. Be dog. Y'all motherfuckers. Be dog. I said, y'all yep. don't need a corner. Heavy cover two. Y'all sign a corner. For, for like, like Tim, I remember, I'm like, that's when I was like, 
man, like you got to be kidding me. And so uh, my agent called and, and he's like, hey, uh, Green Bay called. I'm like, man, I'm not going to Green Bay. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you know, the Green Bay didn't want to bring you in. I'm like, I'm like, Carl, man, you can call me back, man. Like, talk to me about Seattle. What's Seattle doing? What? Talk to him a couple days later, nothing. All right, let, let, me, let me visit, because now I'm on my last leg. Now I'm like, all right, let me go to Green Bay. I go to Green Bay, visit around there. And then it, it, was, it was the Tampa kind of, I'm thinking, Tampa's like, no, they out. Like, wow. I just, I couldn't believe it, yo. So then um, the Green Bay came and they started talking numbers. The numbers made sense. I'm like, damn, all right, look like I'm going to Green Bay. And so I go to Green Bay and man, I didn't, I, I didn't want to be there, man. My spirit was fucked up, yo. <laughs> like my spirit was done. And so I called my mom, I called my agent, I called my financial advisor, I called my cousin, I called Jay. Mm. I said, man, I'm thinking about retiring. Dang. You know, you know, your mom's, your mom's like, all right, well, baby, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. I called my financial advisor. All right, Charles, you sitting here, man, you know, you good, da da da. I called James, he said, shit, bro, you know, Whatever we got to do going forward, he's my, he's my business partner too, shit, we, we good. And then I called uh, Kevin Poston. So it's Carl, and then it's Kevin. I called Kevin, I said, Kev, man, I think I'm done, bro. He was like, what, what are you talking about? I said, yeah, man, I don't want to be here, man. I'm, I think I'm going to retire. He's like, uh, he said, oh, I, I hear you. He said, I hear you. He said, um, but, you, you, you signed the contract. I said, yeah, I signed the contract. He said, well, you've, given, you've basically given them your word that, you, that you're going to play there. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, you know, the season, he was like, you at least got to give it a year. And I was like, that makes sense, you know? And so we hung up and then went to practice and then I was still kind of got into arguments with coaches and so I was, I was, I think in my mind, I was trying to find a way you were out. You trying to sabotage it. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to find a way out. And, uh, you know, it, time passed and, and things eased up and then it became like one of the best moves I could have ever made. But that time, that little, after that, that eighth season to like that first month or two of, of, of my first year in Green Bay, bro, that was rough. Why? Because the Raiders gave up on you or what? Like It wasn't necessarily that the Raiders gave up on me. That, that, that pissed me off. But it was that nobody valued me for what I was as a player. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, you, you know how I used to see that ticker in free agency? It'd be like, top free agents left. This guy, this guy. And I'd be like... <laughs> Damn, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> They must be doing it by alphabetical order. Because I've been last all my life whistling. So yeah, maybe, maybe they're doing it by the, by the letter. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't have me in the top like 10, 15, I may be 75th free agents. I'm like, damn. They trying to say I'm sorry? Like, that's really what they saying to me. You know what I mean? So I was, I was like, man, it, that blew my mind. Man. Well, I'm about to let y'all in on something. Charles Woodson is my favorite player. Uh, Charles, we have had this conversation. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. That's my job. There we go. That's my job. He knows it. Like we talk. Yeah, yeah. Me and C, me and C Wood just sat down, had I drinks, talked about it. I love it. I but love it. But he also played for my best friend. Oh, um, yeah. 
And so, like, I would call Joe all the time, be like, hey, man, what, do you, what is he like? like? Like, what does he do? Like, what's, what's the workout or whatever? Another thing, he was in Sports Illustrated, obviously, when he won the Heisman. Yeah. It was on the wall of my dorm in college. <laughs> really? Yeah, I wouldn't, I would, I'm number two. Like, I was just like, I wanted to do everything he did. I wouldn't play, I wouldn't go play no offense, though. <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I went to college. He wasn't about to do what he did. I, hey, Chad, 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 I went to college with a ball fade. I got an all-even because of wood. <laughs> and I couldn't even wave up on the side. I was the piss up. <laughs> but see, Wood, man, I remember going to Kevin Falk's house when I was in... Um, Kevin Falk. Yeah, when God, I was man. in college, because all of y'all were on the Parade All-America. Yeah. It was you, Randy Moss, K Falk, like that team. Like, yeah. I remember that team was stacked, and then you... The Kale Spice, yeah, it was, was like, yeah, we, it we was had a lot of guys. crazy, yeah. you know? So you do that, so you were All-American in high school. You win the Heisman as a defensive player, your top five pick. At that point, it has to be tough, too, because it's like the first time the world wasn't acknowledging that you were one of the best to do it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. but in your tenure in Green Bay, you become the defensive player of the year, uh, obviously a captain, and you win a Super Bowl. What was the journey like back to the top for you? It was beautiful. It really was because that first year, like I told you, the first couple of months or first couple of weeks, month or so was rough. And then I felt like everybody, other teams, like they, they saw me a certain way. He can't do this anymore, da 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 da. So I ended up with eight interceptions my first year in Green Bay. And I was like, I knew I could do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> because in, in Oakland, you know, we played a lot of man-to-man. -man. I didn't get a whole lot of opportunities because they weren't going to throw the ball my way. And then when I got to Green Bay, it was like, all right, this dude washed up. He ain't doing no more. They started coming over there. I'm like, okay. So I started picking the ball off. Another one. So then I got to where it was like my old self, like, being in college, I, I expected to get an interception. I got back to like expecting to get interceptions and then, so to, and then to rattle off eight. And then all of a sudden, um, I got comfortable. I got comfortable in Green Bay. I was around Al, who was a, a, was a veteran, but we had some young guys in there, Nick Collins and then Tremont Williams came. And so I was, I was able to not only um, get back to, all right, this, this, this is Charles Woodson, right? But I was, I was actually able to show the young guys yeah. what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? How it was, like, during practice. Charles, why, how did you, why did you pick that off? You know what I'm saying? What, what did you see in that? It's like, dude, we just saw it in the film. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not about to let them catch something I just saw in the film. Right. And so you get used to making those plays, and I felt like that's when those guys really, their games really took off. Because they're like, a monster, bro. That make, it's like, that makes sense. Like, okay. So then we start competing in practice. We picking off five and six balls every, every, every practice. And then in the games, we, man, you know, we was tops in the league in interceptions for, for, what, for a couple of years, man. Nobody was getting the ball, you know, like we was getting it. So to get to that point, bringing Joe in, you mentioned Joe. Um, and me and Joe, we, we, we bonded, man. I, I love Joe. He's a great teacher. You know what I'm saying? He was a great teacher to the other guys as well. And, and then to get to that point where uh, Dom came in with the 3-4, and, and then I was, I was cooking then. Inside, too. I was cooking because I, 
at heart, I'm just, I'm a football player. Like, I ain't, I'm just corner, this or that. I can play football. Just put me on the field, coach. Right. I got to add, because you said corner, what else? To be an all-pro Hall of Fame corner, then go to safety. Is that you asking? Is that a coach coming up to you and saying that? Because, like, it, that's, a, that's a weird thing, because everybody know safety can't play corner, but yeah. a corner can play safety. So it's just saying, hey, Wood, you can't be on that edge no more. Come on inside. Nick Collins got hurt. I remember Nick Collins got hurt. And so I, I was already moving around. I would, I would play safety at times anyway. And so you kind of got to the point where you could feel the, the team kind of easing you a certain way too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in my mind, I'm like, I play whatever. It really didn't matter. So, you know, the, the transition to, to doing it, there wasn't a problem with it. And then once, when, when Green Bay let me go, that's what everybody was trying to bring me in as anyway. And I was like, cool, I, I, I want to still play some football. So if I'm going to play safety, if you want me to play safety, I got you. Right. Let's go. Joe Witt tells the story of, um, I guess, when you win the defensive player of the year, there's, just, there's some award bankers. Maybe it's in Kansas City. I don't know what hell it is. But Rex Ryan got up and said that Darrell Revis was the best corner in football, I guess that was the year you won. 2009. Yeah, the year you won the defensive player yeah. of the year. And Joe was like, yeah, that might be right. But Charles Woodson was the best defensive player. Yeah. And I think it goes to your point, though, that you were a football player. I feel like, and what Darrell Rivas did that year is, is outstanding. But in terms of the game, I felt like you could have put me in, in, in line with the MVP mm -hmm. because of what I did. Nine interceptions, three forced fumbles, three touchdowns, yeah. and the tackles or whatever. Like, this ain't – everybody ain't doing that. Right. You know what I mean? And so, it's like I, I heard him. You got to speak up for your guy. Like, it's great. You know, he, you know Darrell was an awesome yeah, player. Was, I, yeah. I, I, ain't, I would never take nothing from uh, Darrell. But, dude, oh, I like, I, I, I sit back – I ain't going to lie. I sit back to myself sometimes and be like, shh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a motherfucker. Hey, you know what I mean? We right. had uh, Israel Adesanya on the show, uh, and our producer was talking to me about it yesterday, and he said, he was like, man, sometimes you got to remind yourself you're a motherfucking savage. Dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real talk. And, and, like, just in terms of, you know, corners or whatnot, like, man, I don't take my back seat to nobody when it comes to corner football player. I, I just don't. You know, and you can like who you like, and you can put this person up. Not from, not to me. <laughs> you know That's what real. I mean? Hey, man, we are nine weeks deep, and we are still partnered with DraftKings. And you know what it is. Any new customer that uses the promo code ADJUST, you place a $5 bet on anything NFL, you instantly win $200 in bonus bets. And y'all know I love the same game parlays, multiple bets in the same game. You have a chance of winning even more money. But you know what else I love now? The no sweat bet. Lose and you get a bonus bet. Man, DraftKings, watch out for it. Chan, I, I love that bet too. But even more importantly, all you got to do is get an account. Just create your account on this little device right here and you're ready to go. Make it happen. DraftKings Sportsbook. Any new customer uses the promo code ADJUST, places a $5 bet instantly, $200 in bonus bets. Back to the show. Well, just to go further on Channing's point, uh, playing corner and safety, 14 years at corner, 
four years at safety, that 18-year pension got to be crazy. But, <laughs> it's a monster. Uh, I already fucking know. Uh, but even more knew, than that. You knew Freddie T was going to get the pension. Yeah, hey, that pension. <laughs> That's that what old people talk about. Hey. New balance for one balance, yeah. pensions. <laughs> right on time. See, and right right and y'all going. Both of y'all right. got going. Because I know the transition. <laughs> I know the transition because in my 13 years, I got out right before uh, the CBA in 2011. And you continue to play a few more years after that. But to my point is, you're able to see um, the evolution of the game. Like the game started to change because of the rules started to change more. So you come from old school football and you're able to play pretty much kind of what football is today. Mm -hmm. Through what lens, how do you view the game as it is today? You know, from an analyst perspective or a former player, how do you look at today's football? Over the years, you, you've, it's always been catered to the offense. Mm -hmm. And so I think even then, or, or, you know, after that CBA, that 2011, 12, it, it even went further because that's when the concussions, like really, there was a, a really big nobody. emphasis on concussions. And that's when we really, like, we really took note of it then too. Like, damn, all them times I was, I said I was, I got my bell rung, right, that was a concussion. Yep. And so the league definitely leaned into it, you know, and so I think coupled that with the fact that the game is 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 so spread out now. You know what I'm saying? With yeah, with trying to get your best players on the field, them protecting the players, that's why those numbers, you know, skyrocketed, Correct. you know. And then for us, you know, defensive backs, you gotta keep your hands off of them. You know, watching we're just watching the, the Minnesota and uh, the Same Niners. Man, they caused so many defensive, you know, pass interferences or holding or illegal contacts. You know, and, and, you know, even though a receiver may run directly into you, they're going to call you, you know, for illegal contact. Another aspect that changed is if I would have came into the league in 2011, 2012, after that CBA, man, I might have played 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Because no tour days? Yeah, that's crazy. Only so many days in pads. Like, dude, it's, it's, it's unreal. And I, I got some of that. You know what I mean? Continuing to play. I remember as a rookie, I used to always say to myself, man, I know when I retire, it's going to be during training camp. Because yeah. I hated training camp. And then to get to that point to where it changed, like, man, I could do this forever. You are a Michigan great. Yeah. One of the greatest to ever do it. There's an article uh, it's written by somebody from Ohio State that actually says if they could ever go back and keep one guy that mm. was from Ohio, that went to Michigan, it was you. I think it came down to you, Desmond Howard, and somebody who played running back. But the, the dude that wrote the article is like, we had Archie Griffin. We ain't, we didn't, yeah. we ain't trading him. <laughs> right, right, like, right. we want to get uh, right. C. Wood. But, bro, like, the stuff that's going on with Michigan is different this year. Uh, Jim Harbaugh gets suspended early on in the year. Now they're at the thing of stealing signs and buying tickets for games. As an alum, how do those things affect you? Like, do you pay attention to those things? Do they matter to you? Or are you kind of like, hey, man, that's Michigan and what Michigan is doing now. It is what nah. it is. Man, I'm Michigan through and through. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I listen to it. And Michigan has, they have a really good team. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, make no mistake about it. I think we still have something to prove because our, our schedule isn't, you know, the toughest. So we still got some things to prove. But we got a good team. Um, and so I just look at it as one of those things where when you're at the top, they come for you. 
they come for you, come for you in, a, in a lot of different ways. So whether it's the teams you play getting up for you or whether it's somebody trying to find some little chink, you know what I mean, to, to, to say, oh, they, they ain't doing it right. You know, they beating people too bad. You know, and it's, it's funny because we played Michigan State and the stuff had, had come out right before then. And then it's like, okay, so you say we're stealing the signs. So we, we, we ain't stealing no signs, man, right? We're going to beat there at 49 to 0. What are you going to say now? Nah. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. what, what, what are you going to say? Right. So, yeah, I, I, I pay attention to it, but I just don't feel like, in this instance, I don't feel like with, with elaborate a scheme that they say it is, I don't feel like Jim would, would put himself in the position to where everything is scanned now anyway. Like, yep. we're going to put this elaborate scheme together and every ticket you buy, you got to scan your phone, it's coming back to you and all these little algorithms, they're going to find out who's doing what, any discrepancy. I, I don't feel like he will put himself out there. And I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't speak definitively about that. But I just don't believe that Jim would do that. So, yeah, I pay attention to it, but. So in college, you can't steal signs? We're talking about everybody, signals. Everybody, yeah, so, everybody, signals. Everybody, 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 everybody steals signs. signs. Yeah. The, what they're saying about Michigan is you're not supposed to send people to games yeah. of other teams in right. order to steal signs. And they're trying to say that they've had people on staff buy tickets to games, which is dumb. Like, why would I buy a ticket? To yeah, a game in my name. So in there's my, no, there's no my college name. scouting. Yeah, there's yeah, definitely college they're, scouting. They're scouting, but you're not supposed to be able to send people to games with that particular uh, agenda. Yeah, like you no know, cell phones and yeah. the the But but like I mean, that. if you look at guys now, I mean, you're putting you putting up signs it. and you know every every offense, not every offense, but most offenses now, they go up to the huddle. Hey, bro, we went so to... So why wouldn't I be looking over there, too? Because I'm going to figure out somebody over there is the one you're looking right. at. Yeah, I'm right. going to try to put I went two to and two. Dinosaur, Dinosaur Oprah is a run. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see Dinosaur so Oprah, Oprah, I'm blitzing my motherfucking hey, hey. <laughs> I watched the dude. I watched two dudes do the gritty on the sideline this Saturday. The, co the dude slapped. Hey, look to the side. The coach is over there. <laughs> Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. I'm about to shoot my yeah, Next time I see that, that looked like run to me. <laughs> Ain't no way you doing that for pass. No. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Come on, man. Hey, Wood, your um, post-career, man, is, is killing. Like Freddie T mentioned. I'm uh, all out. Yeah, Freddie yes. T mentioned. Man, sorry I didn't, I didn't bring the refreshments. I told y'all, man, my, my house is a little beat up. I, I got right what now, I could get, man. This is a hell of an old-fashioned man. You know, um, yeah. Would you know? Shoot, I think when I was, did you? Were you at the Green Bay game actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they they treat you like oh, royalty man. there. Yeah, yeah. What what, so, what is it like, man, to be embraced by these organizations, but also to that they are also pouring into the fact that Charles Woodson, the person and the businessman, is thriving as well. I'm blessed, man, because for to be able to play for the University of Michigan, play for the Raiders, play for the Packers, like these. You know, story franchises, these you know, big time, you know, university, like man, who who gets to do that? You know what I mean? But both Michigan, the, the state of Michigan has embraced what I'm doing with, with Intercept Wines, Woodson Whiskey, when you talk about uh, Green Bay and, and, and Wisconsin, the stadium, you talk about Las Vegas, the stadium, they've all just, you know, it's it's like the, the Raiders have the same, you know, once a Raider, always a Raider. But I feel like the other organizations or the teams that I played for 
treat me the same way. Mm -hmm. And they've embraced it wholeheartedly. You know, like for us to be the official whiskey of the Las Vegas Raiders, yeah. after doing it, finding out that, that I'm the first former player to have a spirit line to be the official spirit of a, of a stadium or NFL team, like it's huge. Yeah. And I think partly because I have a great product, but also because of, you know, how I went out there and played the game, you know, for the, for the Raiders as a player, that they, they embrace it, you know what I mean? And, and so the fans have been like incredible, like, uh, you know, on my Instagram, on my Twitter, man, I, every week, you know, during the week, during games, I see people that, you know, post about, you know, each of my labels and it, it's just been uh, truly, man, a, a blessing because you don't get anywhere without the people, yeah. without the fans, so. Bro, to that point, some people are the Raiders, though, with um, the Davis family, Al Davis and Mark now, Al passed. But, like, we've talked to people in the past about um, the Jones, with Jerry and them being, the owner being so much involved. You were a part of that, where Al was, Al was drafting people, just like Jerry's drafting people. Is that good for organization? To, with what you saw in, 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 was Oakland at the time, but now the Raiders, like, the, the GM, the owner, it's, it overlaps. I think it was good early on for Al because, you know, Al made a lot of decisions that at that time, you know, Al wanted, um, he wanted speed, he wanted somebody that could chuck that ball down the field, and he wanted to play man-to-man. -man. And during those times, it was, it was great, because you can just put athlete on athlete out there, man, and I'm just gonna beat you. I'm faster than you, I can outrun you, and I'm just gonna lock your guys down. And he got three championships out of it. But the game changes. Mm. Offenses are, are a little bit more creative nowadays, and so you can't just do things a certain way. You can't draft players a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so I think that time passed them. And so in terms of uh, Jerry, you know, it's, I, I, I actually love Jerry because he's he going he gonna to give you some good stuff every week. <laughs> but <laughs> for him to be right after the game with a press conference, and then Monday morning he got another uh, radio – he just give you gems all the time. But I think <laughs> in terms of him and, and uh, the hand that he has over the organization, I think it handicaps your coach. Mm -hmm. And he's the GM, so, I mean, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants to, but your coach is really, he's got his hands tied behind his back because he can't necessarily move the way he wants to because Mike might come out, Mike McCarthy might come out and say something today and tomorrow. Jerry going to be like, ah, oh, you know, well, we think, this. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, wait a minute, Mike, Mike just said this yesterday. But you got to go with whatever Jerry say because he's, he's the man. Jerry. You know what I mean? So I think in terms of, um, you know, the coaches and the staff really having the freedom to put their fingerprints on everything, it, 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 it handicaps them. Own an operator. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Hey, well, we, uh, we talked about Vegas. We talked about Jerry and the Cowboys. We talked about Mike McCarthy, who you've, you've played for. Super Bowl. A few of us picked the Cowboys earlier on. Now we're at the midway point of the season. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody was for a minute. <laughs> right. But uh, with that, out. two parts. I want to know your pick for the Super Bowl. And also, is Woodson Wines or Bourbon doing anything during the Super Bowl? Because the pivot going to be there. 
Man, we're we gonna pull up. Woods and whiskey and intercept. Woods and whiskey and intercept. We're gonna be all over the Super Bowl. Let us know. Baby. Yeah, well, 100%. We there. It's gonna be the, the intercept, Woods and whiskey takeover for I the love Super Bowl. It. But, uh, so, whatever y'all wanna do, y'all let me know. We in. We'll be there. We'll pull up. What was your question? I forgot. The, the Super Bowl. You had me think about, I'm working, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, went, he went right in the bitch man. I'm working. You can get addresses yeah. now. I'll take the case. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. We worked that out. Super Bowl. So, I love Philly. Mm. I love Philly. Last year, Philly was my pick to win it. Um, this year, I'm really going back with the same two teams, Philly and, and the Chiefs. Okay. And I'm rolling back with Philly. Mm. I'm rolling back with Philly, man. I just And there's aspects about the team that I don't like, but they just helped themselves out by uh, trading for, uh, for Bayer. Bayer. Like, damn. Yeah. Look, I think about my career and I'm like, man, we never made moves like that. You know what I'm saying? Like continually trying to get your team better. So I'm going to go with 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 Philly to to win the whole thing. By the way, also just part of my Charles Woodson fandom. Mm-hmm. Remember Coach Tomlin talked about me and him being the last people on the field? Man, Mike didn't want me either, man. <laughs> hey, first off, you know, I try. I'm just saying. I try. I'm just saying. What, what my camera at? <laughs> you got one right here. You got one right here. Mike, you ain't want me neither, bro. <laughs> hey, I try. Hey, no, hold on. Troy called me. I ch- you know, Troy. We were Ch- working. Ch- Charles, man, we would love to have you, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, my man Troy. Man, yeah, man, we're going to make this happen. Man, Mike, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, we tried. Um, but you know why I was the last person? What is that? I went and found him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, it was, it was something tweeted. Green Bay people think I hate Green Bay. I don't know why. <laughs> it was something tweeted, right? And they called me an a-hole because as, the, as Aaron is kneeling, I'm running. But they think I'm running to the, to the locker room. I was running to find him because yeah. he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. So I found him. I dapped him off. I told him congrats, and then I left. And so that's why me and Mike T was the last people out there because he yep. had to go take shake Mike's hand. I found him, and we rolled. No, yeah. that. No, real talk. He's yeah. my favorite player of all time. But anyway, right now, the Raiders have another star in Devontae Adams who has recently, like, sort of caught heat because they won two games in a row, and he said, look, man, like, I want my greatness to influence the team's greatness. And I feel like when I'm playing at a high level and it's allowing the team to reach a certain level, like that's where I'm the best. And then they go lose to the Bears with a backup quarterback who's an undrafted free agent Division II guy. What would be your advice to Devontae, though, in a situation like this? Because you've been on teams and been the best player, been really good, and those teams aren't being successful. What would be your advice to getting through this sort of adversity for a player like him who's on a Hall of Fame trajectory? Well, first, I didn't, I didn't like that after the two wins. You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's ever the right time after a win to talk about me and, and what I should be doing for the team. I think that that is an opportunity for you to get back to the building, go get um, Hoyer or go get O'Connell, and say, hey man, let's let's sit down and let's 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 peep this out. Here's what we have. All right, I was doubled on this play, but if you can stay with me a little longer, I'm going to undress. Or, dude, make me the first read on this play. I'm open because a lot, a lot of times Devontae's open. He's open right now. But if your if your first read is over here, you don't see it. Mm-hmm. But if you got the matchup, you need to be looking at 17, right? Now, in terms of this last week. 
you can act an ass if you want to. Because that what they look like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You say, you can say, you can say whatever you want to say, man, because there's no way, there's no way you should go to Chicago. And remember last year when Baker came and he was in LA for 36 hours yeah. and, and yeah. beat the record? This is last minute drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the same thing. And not to take anything away from you know, the, the young quarterback who, who gets in and helps his team win, but we're we not supposed to, to lose that game. Yeah. And so for my, my, well, I would say my advice is that, because I played in, in Oakland, man, and we, we lost a lot of games. And so, you know, all you can really do is what you can do. You know what I mean? There's, there's constructive criticism that you can take to your, your, your head coach, you can take to your position coach, you can take to the quarterback and you handle that within those walls. Now, I, I, again, I don't have any problem with him after a loss coming out and saying like what we look wins, like. Though. You can say whatever you want to say. Don't do it after the win. But after a loss, man, you, you got to have at it because there is a certain way it should look if we out there getting whooped. If I am the guy and what we're doing is not working, find me. Right. Mm -hmm. If you got to force it to me 13, 14 times, 15 times, find me. Yeah, because I'm better than him. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that 100. percent So, um, I hope they they got they got they got. It's it's been too long for that organization to be where they are and, and to and to continue to go through the same thing. The fans are are they're erupting with with just disgust at, at the fact that they went on the road and lost to Chicago last week. And so now they got to go see the Lions. The Lions ain't playing around. Like they they got whooped, but. That happens at times, but this this going to be a different story, man. So and it's in Detroit. And it's in Detroit. It's in Detroit. Yeah. You know, like so we have friends of the of the show on the Raiders. Uh, Max Crosby yeah. is is one of our guys. Absolute monster. Dog. You know, need, needs to be talked about as up defense, there with the best defense, rushers in the defense, game. He should be up there in the conversation. Yeah, with Miles Garrett, yeah, T.J. Yep. Watts, and and those guys. Uh, and he had obviously a huge pivot in life to where he is now with his sobriety, yeah. being a husband, family man, one of the best in the game. But we like to ask our guests who have had these amazing lives and careers, like what was their biggest pivot? So if you could pinpoint a moment or moments that if these things don't happen, Charles Woodson isn't here, Charles Woodson isn't the Hall of Famer. Charles Woodson isn't the great man that he is. What were some of those things or the thing that you point to that you say this moment had to happen in order for me to be who I am? Uh, I think one is going back to um, leaving Oakland. You know, I think that moment had to happen. Um, you know, even though I, I never intended to ever leave Oakland, I think that was, a, that was an opportunity for me to grow. But within that time, my wife now, I had met her probably two years before that. Um, but during that time, that's when we really connected. And then 2009, my first son was born. So leaving Oakland, uh, having my wife there, my girl at the time, when I first went to Green Bay, and then having my first son, like, those, yeah, like that, that little stretch is, you know, what I look to is like, man, if, if I don't have those three or four years for those things to happen, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what happens if I stay in Oakland. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's no clue because I was I was still young. I was still I was still doing my thing. You know what I mean? And that was a that was a wake up call. You know, leaving there that man, you ain't all what you think you are, bro. You need to you need to hone in a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those those things help me hone in and and, and get to where I need to be. You know. You know, we've had conversations about your career, life, uh, you know how I feel about it, uh, how I feel about you as a player, as, as a big brother as well, man. Like, I, I've been excited as hell. Like, we was like, hey, man, like, we could leave, because we do shows in one place all the time. It's like, yeah, yeah. we could leave this week. We got to get somebody. I was like, don't even trip. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so, man, the fact that you sat down with us, man, shared that wisdom, told your story, is, is an honor for me. How many was I down on the totem pole before y'all got to me? I was like, man, we gonna call you know, I ran up on you in the nah, uh, casino. Right. <laughs> I went in, he was having a private wine tasting or something. I ran up in there. Hey, security yeah. trying to jam yeah. me up. I said, like, I need to holler at my dog. Okay, I'm glad you admitted it, because he dropped your name 700 times in the thread. Did it? You know I can hit C. Wood. I can always holler at C. Wood. <laughs> Charles there, we got to get C. Wood. I'm like, nigga, OK, you know him. We understand that. <laughs> I shot the man a text. Hey, but well, hold on. Let me get on him, though. I'm going to get on him, because he shot me a text the other day. Yeah. Bop, 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 Hit him right back. Well, I hit my man like too long ago, man. Hey, hey Ryan, man. It was, it was, Congre- hey, man, Ryan, it, NFL, you know, NFL. Very, what, I, what, I, what, what, what show? What, what is it? It was inside the NFL. Inside He's the saying, NFL. Oh, it did. Hey, it I did. said, boy, hey, boy, you're doing it. Hey, 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 hey. That was my bad. Left you on red. Green, them little three dots. Hey, you can't tell her. That's supposed to be me. Hey, you know, hey, you know what? You, hey, you know I got an Emmy, too, right? Yeah. I almost took a picture and said, like, man, hey, I got an Emmy, too. <laughs> 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 Making sure your Wi-Fi on. I would. I'm on airplane mode. To his defense, you know, I miss the flowers, Freddie. The motherfucker got 10 jobs. He got jobs. He, he got he's jobs. overworked. He got jobs. RCDC, inside the NFL. Yeah. Uh, first take, get up. Let me be honest, though. When hey, I went to text him, hey, you know I did man? see it. One hey. time I went to text him something, I was like, dang. Hey, Fred. I did miss my dog. I got mini job, too. Yeah, yeah. I did miss my dog. <laughs> that's love, bro. Nah, that's man, love, appreciate man. you. Yeah, yeah, man. That's yeah, love. all good, man. James, we ready for you, baby. Go on. Let's go, James. Hold up. Limitless. Take a sim and in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a sim and in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant.